I V M. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Triangle Offense. I'm Munish. As always, I'm joined by Nishant. And today we'll finally talk about the Lakers because they finally picked up a win. The Lakers now beat the Nuggets, who were on a great streak themselves, which is kind of surprising because before this, they lost to the Sacramento Kings. They lost to Toronto Raptors. The Lakers were in shambles, if I can call it that. And LeBron returning did not really help matters, but kind of inspired them. And this is, I kind of, consider this similar to something like last season when the bubble began the lakers are totally out of sorts uh, i in fact wrote them off i told them i told that they'll get knocked out against the portland trail blazers and boy did they turn a wheel when when the playoffs began they looked like an entirely different team do you think it's something similar to that this year as well uh yeah i'm caught in two minds uh i think the the general psychology here for everyone and this was true last season also is at some point, this LeBron thing is going to be too good to be true. Him defying yeah. the odds, uh, fighting father time and age and all of that. At some point, you're going to see some rationalization. If Tom Brady's recent run is anything to go by, and he was 43 or 44 when he won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl a few months ago, doesn't look like this is the era of athletes slowing down. Uh, but, of course... Uh, the big asterisk there is no um, career debilitating injuries. That's the big caveat. Yeah. Now LeBron's come out alarmingly and said um, he may never be 100% again. Uh, the philosophical viewpoint is that's true of any athlete uh, every single day that he wakes up. But yep. uh, he said this before. It's not the first time that he said this. So uh, I take it with a pinch of salt maybe. But uh it's okay if he's not the same 100% athlete before because with time, one of the biggest reasons why LeBron's been able to adapt is not just his incredible fitness, um, but also that with time, um, his IQ and his ability to make reads, make decisions, kind of play chess on a, on a basketball court. Uh, the slider between the balance of how much he relies on pure athleticism and, and how much he brings in his wisdom and intelligence on court has started shifting slowly towards the intelligence side. Uh, and and so when you put the right pieces around him, he's able to get the best out of each one of them and, and still go to the, so you don't see as many superhuman efforts as you used to see in the Cavs when he carried them to the finals post Kyrie or, or even in his early days. Um, but you do see an exceptional leader when you put the right pieces around him. Can that happen again? Yes. Uh, is this reminiscent of what we saw in the bubble last season? Yes. Uh, only difference is in the bubble, they sucked before the playoffs. Yep. Maybe by choice, maybe they're just pacing themselves. But by and large, because they came off a four or five month break without basketball and they had, they took some time to ramp up and they had a few personnel changes. They had, uh, uh, they had a couple of key, they had every Bradley drop out, opt out and, and they had Morris come in and all of these stuff. This season, the slightly different element here is both players are coming off of injuries and extended absences. Yep. Um, if, their injuries get better and they're fully fit. I see no reason why this team can't be the same um, in the playoffs. Although it's going to take a lot more from uh, Vogel because now he has to do a lot of the personnel figuring out in the playoffs live while 
elimination is on hand and that's if they get to the playoffs let's not forget they have a plane series possibly coming up so i would i'd be alarmed i'd panic a bit if i was a lakers fan um, not because i don't think these two can uh, the two superstars can come back and uh, just you know turn on the switch in the playoffs but because i don't know what their fitness status is if there's a guarantee that they'll be 100% fit in the playoffs no panic it's it's the same old lakers but uh, that's that's the little thing that needs to be figured out over time so this is lebron writing the narrative before the playoffs even begin that how we overcame injury and not being 100% fit and still leading lakers to the title i would well, be surprised this every year so i'm not really surprised and i don't think that's i mean like you said i think i'll take that with a pinch of salt when he says that it's yeah. not going to be 100% i don't think he meant anything in terms of his uh injury being troublesome and what not but i think the more worrying factor for me was uh, ad he didn't look he really looked behind lebron and uh, how they looked when they returned to court didn't they i mean yesterday Le- uh, ad showed glimpses of himself got a 25 point got a match winning block as well so probably turning that uh, tide as well but he really looked out of sorts and that would be more worrisome for me than lebron i know that lebron like you said he's a supernatural he he can turn it on whenever he wants but Yeah. not everyone is at his level and ad really needs to get to that match fitness get to being himself again before the playoffs begin because lebron himself i don't think is good enough to carry this team uh, probably i'll be mistaken and be laughed at for saying that because you never bet against lebron and i just did that but uh, they really need ad at their peak at his peak form yeah. and peak fitness if they need to make a deep playoff run forget deep playoff run to, they need to win the title yeah no for sure um and ad would be the bigger concern not because again it's it's because he's a lot more injury prone than lebron uh and dare i say a little more fragile than lebron fitness wise uh, and and maybe you know what you're probably seeing some of that play in his mind where he's being ginger footed in his comeback which if that's the approach that's great that's fine i mean take take five more games if if that's what it takes to ease yourself back in because the intelligence is there the ability is there yesterday's nuggets game was a small glimpse of ad turning it on in in phases and in bursts and it really shows in defense it really shows that block was ridiculous he was in the paint when the guy was squaring up mm-hmm. for the shot and he got all the way to the perimeter got the block got the steal uh, of the loose ball and then had the presence of mind to just dribble back hold on and let the clock run out which is the yeah. smartest thing he could have done because if he passes it the, the other guy is getting fouled he held the ball cuz if you foul ad i mean you know he'll convert uh, or he's the best bet anyway to convert so presence of mind fitness slowly getting back skill is always there and and did you see in those bursts that he did play defense was great mm-hmm. of course but at yeah. the other end then i had no answer every time yeah. ad made a move they had no answer he hit mid range he hit threes uh, in in the paint it was a joke he was literally spinning around defenders going to the hoop and nobody could do anything about it and they put some of their best uh, garden gave it his best shot yokich no, nobody could really um, take him on so uh, that's still the sa- it's still the same ad if he's fit and he gave us a glimpse of that so the ability is there all of that motor mechanics all of that shit looks good uh, the only thing that remains is can he get back to 100% uh, fitness levels it's been a it's been a rough little patch right for the lakers this entire season has been uh, debacle after debacle uh, yeah. they had the dwight howard fiasco where he tweeted he's coming back then deleted said he's going to philadelphia Yeah, mix up there. Um, they got Mark Gasol. Seemed like a step up, only to be proven quite the opposite. Uh, Montrez Harrell didn't get enough opportunities uh, in the whole Gasol and then Drummond thing. Um, and you know, Schroeder came in. Now he's out with COVID uh, or whatever through because of the protocols. 
Wes Matthews couldn't quite integrate fully. Then they've added Macklemore recently. Caruso's had an injury. Kuz has been in and out. It's not been the smoothest of seasons. Uh, least of all, thanks to the two superstars being out. Uh, so this is going to be a lot more challenging. The rerun, running it back, is tough enough. But for Vogel, he had 11-man rotation to begin with, which is tough enough because a bunch of them were new pieces. I mean, Gasol, Harrell, Schroeder, uh, Wes Matthews, they added a bunch of personnel. Add to that, uh, they then added uh, McLemore now, uh, and then they added Drummond. Which for the, now it's a 13-man rotation that Vogel has to figure out and really master before the playoffs get going, or at least before the second round. Uh, if they get there. And uh, it, it further complicated by the fact that the big man position, it was set mm-hmm. last season with McGee and Dwight Howard and both of them did a fantastic job. Yep. Both of them are out. You had Harrell and Gasol. Gasol was in and out of it and then he got COVID and then he started recovering. Now you added Drummond and Vogels made it clear Drummond's their number one choice. Mm-hmm. So now the backup minutes are going to be split between Harrell and Gasol, which is terrible for, for Montrez Harrell. Uh, yep. But but Gasol offers more options when you when you play him, and if anything, the Drummond move seems to have inspired him to play better. Uh, so a lot of figuring out for for Vogel to do. There's just one example play that I can call out where uh, whenever Gasol's on the floor, the spacing is just so much better uh, mm-hmm. because Gasol was on the perimeter. You have to commit a defender to him because he can shoot the three, and he did once. Jokic took like one step back and he and he launched the three, yep. uh, sank it. So you got to commit a defender there. And he's a good passer. He's an above-average big-man passer. They whipped the ball around all the way to Kuzma at the other corner, three spot, and, and it was an easy open bucket. Same again, repeat to Wes Matthews. That's something you can't do when Drummond is on the floor. If he goes to the perimeter, that's one defender less that uh, you know the defense has to worry about. So, intriguing permutations, a lot of combinations. Schroeder's out, I guess, until the playoffs. Uh, so yep. he's going to have to be eased back in. It's not easy. This will be an unreal success story if they're able to script it. And maybe LeBron's uh, <laughs> beginning the narrative right now. Mind games, maybe. <laughs> One of the reasons why the Lakers actually ended up winning last season, uh, despite yeah. uh, LeBron, I mean, in spite of uh, LeBron and AD being the top two guys, I think their third unit, which is everyone else, really stepped up during the playoffs. Rondo was amazing. KCP was unstoppable. Kuzma stepped up when needed, and then you had the centers, uh, uh, Dwight Howard, who really did a great job in the play in the bubble as well, right? Uh, so that kind Caruso, of Markeith Morris, oh yeah, Caruso, just, yeah, elevate. Yeah, he always gets uh, written off. He always is the silent yeah. guy who's actually putting in all the effort, doing all the dirty work right. out there. So you really need your third unit, uh, which is everyone else, to be as good as they were. Because even if you get back like eighty percent of KCP, I think that's great because he was yeah. unstoppable in the bubble. I remember he went off for five or six threes in a game. Uh, yeah. Schroeder, I think he can replace Rondo to an extent because he's he's a great he's a he has a good head on his shoulders. He's great, yeah. but uh, really need the third unit for the Lakers to step up. Right now, the win yesterday took them to the fifth position above yeah. uh, the Mavs and above the Trailblazers as well, which means they will face the Clippers as things stand right now. They beat the Nuggets yesterday. Their upcoming schedule reads like this: That's they play tough. the Clippers next, then they play the Portland Trailblazers, they play play Phoenix Suns. And then you end up this tough schedule by playing the New York Knicks, which is probably the easier amongst the four teams. But Clippers, Blazers, Suns coming up, this is like pick your opponent day. Because yeah. uh, if Lakers finish 5th, 6th or 7th, these are the three opponents that they might face off in the first round yeah. matchup. What's your preferred pick amongst these three? Because none of them are easy. I mean, you don't get really get to play Blazers because they're near you. But yeah. it's Clippers, Suns or the Nuggets. Whom would you pick? Nuggets for sure. 
the Lakers really have that number. The Lakers, listen, okay. I've said this before. The Lakers are fully fit. They fear no one in the West. I don't know mm-hmm. if they fear anyone in the East. It doesn't seem likely, but they fear no one in the West. Um, they really have the Nuggets number because if the Lakers are fully fit, it's the exact same thing as last season. The Nuggets do not have an answer for Anthony Davis, and as long as they don't, and AD is fit, LeBron and Schroeder will keep finding him. AD will keep uh, playing party pooper on defense. Uh, Schroeder can do the same thing. Facundo is good. I love him. He's a great competitor. But Schroeder will eat him for breakfast in the absence of Jamal Murray. Uh, the Lakers have just too much firepower on defense. I mean, they held mm-hmm. the Nuggets to less than 90 yesterday uh, with with like a deflated unit with hardly any first-teamers. Well and truly, I mean, LeBron was out, Schroeder was out. They had a bunch of first-teamers out. So, uh, as long as the Lakers are fit, I just don't see the Nuggets getting past them. I'd say so even with Jamal Murray. Without Jamal Murray, it's going to be an up. even more of an uphill um, climb and the only way they can keep up and match the lakers is offensively they'd have to give michael porter junior a lot of minutes who will get exploited at the other end uh, so it's it's decisions decisions for nuggets uh, the clippers are too strong it's a mouth watering clash but it's not one that i would wish upon the lakers if it comes to mm-hmm. it they should get past them but if you can avoid it and be smart why not uh, so not the preferred first choice um phoenix inexperienced tempted but they can sort of match up and square up against the lakers which i don't think the nuggets can certainly not without jamal murray all right so the lakers really need to get some wins going if they need to face off the nuggets and right. finish in that finish wherever <laughs> denver nuggets finishes right you can actually time it out well but a uh, tough schedule coming up i think uh, it's important that the lakers pick up a few wins or else the mavs and the trail blazers are right behind them and you don't want to see the lakers in a plain game i mean as a neutral yes you would love it but as a fan you would hate it i mean even if you're say facing steph curry in the first round of planes in a must win game that's something that you really want to avoid so important yeah. uh, week up for the lakers but that's all i have for you today uh, always fun catching up and i will see you tomorrow yeah i just it's bad for the league also for lakers to be in the playing plane games and imagine the lakers get knocked out that's going to send the lakers to start absolutely let's see peace all right bye